1: Hey guys, it's the Hollywood Life Podcast. I am here with my co-anchor ali Stagnita. Hi ali
2: Hi guys. So good to be on with you today.
1: So good. And we have somebody else that we that is so good to have us, to have joined us, I should say. And he is joining us all the way from Canada. Uh, I'm so happy to welcome our friend, celebrity trainer, Harley Pasternak. Welcome.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Well, we're thrilled to have you. And uh, we know you've been very, very busy um, while the world has been dealing with coronavirus and quarantine. You've been living a very healthy lifestyle with your family. And um, you are currently in a country that's um, been a little less affected or... It's doing well right now. You're up in your home country of Canada, correct?
0: I'm up here in, in our uh, original home <laughs> ca- country of Canada. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been great to be able to see family. We did a 14 day quarantine and uh, you know, the kids can go to parks and be out and about and not really worry about much.
1: Well, we are very envious right now, but we're gonna take all the tips that you can give us and I know that something that you're very involved with right now is a campaign to, to really pay attention to your heart and to your cholesterol. It's the Take Cholesterol to Heart campaign. Do you wanna tell us what that's all about?
0: Yeah, so um, it's really about being aware of the number one cause of death in America. Um, the things that we have control of, the things that we we can change in our life uh, and the things that we cannot. And, um, you know, we're all we talk about these days is, is viruses, but <laughs> we can't forget that uh, this it's still the number one killer is heart disease.
1: That's true. And how, what role does cholesterol play in that?
0: One of the primary roles of heart disease is your cholesterol profile. And we have good cholesterol, HDL, and we have bad cholesterol, LDL. And we want to have more good than bad and uh, things like exercise and, and, and not smoking and, um, and eating healthy healthy fats and, and fiber and picking your parents very carefully <laughs> is the key to having a good cholesterol profile. And the truth is you can do all of those things. You can eat well and exercise and not smoke and still have cholesterol issues. And sometimes we're, we're left with having to meet with our physician and discuss things like going on a statin drug.
1: Right, because sometimes it's just an inherited situation.
0: Yeah, quite often it is. Um, uh, I've got clients who, who their doctor tells them that they've got issues with their cholesterol and we do all the things we need to and six months later their cholesterol hasn't changed much. Um, that's not always the case, but sometimes it is. And at that point, then you, sometimes medication is, is the, the best
1: option. Well, let's say, um, so would a first step be when you have a checkup, or if you haven't had a checkup in quite a while, make sure to have a checkup with your doctor, get your, tel- your cholesterol tested. And if, it, if it's a little high, then start with your healthy habits. So, and these are healthy habits that your celebrity clients all use, aren't they?
0: All of our clients, yeah. So whether they have cholesterol issues or not, um, eating uh, healthy fats like avocado and salmon and uh, having lots of quality fiber in your diet, like uh, fruits with edible skin or edible seeds and vegetables and whole grains. Um, obviously not smoking is, an, is a no-brainer and, uh, and doing regular exercise, they're all things that, that I have them do anyways.
1: Right. Um, in terms of like being healthy, Uh, and celebrities do you find are most of your the people who come to you like you've I've seen on your Instagram recently you've had Ariana Grande and Charlie Puth and I know you've worked out with Adam Levine and his wife Behati do you find when they come to you are they always open to like having healthy habits, do they, have they got bad habits, and then you're able to reform them? Like, what are your challenges? Yeah,
0: I think, I think everyone that that, uh, I work with has their own um, vices. For some people, it's salty, crunchy things. For some people, it's sweet things. Um, So I think addressing those vices, and also, for some people, it's all or none. And the problem with all or none is is exactly that, they're either perfect or they just say the hell with it and let everything go. So I think having them trust the process is key. Um, I developed a breath mint a couple years ago called Sweet Kick that has helped my clients a lot deal with their sugar addictions and has helped me as well. And sugar is also something you want to uh, definitely break that addiction problem with because when we talk about people having cholesterol issues, you don't really get high cholesterol from eating cholesterol. Cholesterol is primarily made in our body, it's made in our liver. And having a good diet, which includes cutting back on sugar, because when you have too much certain forms of sugar, it impacts your liver, and an impact of your liver can impact your cholesterol. So, really, cutting back on your sugar, uh, upping your fiber, upping your healthy fats, and quality proteins is the key to, to not just you know, stabilizing and, and having a positive cholesterol profile but looking good feeling good lowering your chances of certain cancers of, of diabetes and a bunch of other things
2: what's your advice um for like you know if you fall off the wagon if you you know are like <laughs> like <happy>. we would <laughs> uh, I mean, you know i tell i tell, I tell people there is
0: no wagon I, okay. I, you know that the, the, there is no all or none you know it's, when you're either on or off there's no such thing there's a bad meal okay i had a bad meal i'll have a good meal next meal you know, I didn't walk enough today. Okay, tomorrow you'll walk more. So it's not about this this binary thing. Um, it's about a continuum. How was I today? You know, I did eight of the 10 things that I was supposed to do. So just because you didn't hit 10 doesn't mean you fell off the wagon.
1: How much sugar is okay? Like, um, can you have a cookie every day? Can you have one dessert if you don't have anything else with sugar? I mean. Like what, how much can you treat yourself with sugar or how much should you not?
0: We want to have no more than 30 grams of refined sugar a day or added sugars a day. Um, Americans tend to get three to four times that much, uh, which is a problem. So if you're having an apple, don't worry about that sugar. That's not the kind of sugar I'm talking about. But if you're having granola or uh, certain flavors of yogurt or ketchup, barbecue sauce, hidden sugars like that Uh really add up. Fruit juice. um, Anytime you you change sugar from its natural state, you refine it, you add it to other foods, that's the problem. Um, So the answer is, can you have indulgences? Absolutely. When you do, celebrate them, make them great. Don't have that fat-free cookie. Have the best cookie in the entire world and don't do it every day.
1: I think you just brought up a really good point about hidden sugars. Cause I don't think most of us think about the sugar that goes into those kind of everyday, um, those everyday foods that we think are okay. Like, I don't think like people think granola is healthy, for example.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of what I call fake healthy foods. Uh, and I mentioned some of them, you know, granolas and, uh, juices and, and certain, certain yogurts, um, other yogurts are incredibly healthy for you, and uh, certain cereals can be healthful, um, and fruits can be healthful, but but uh, the the other versions of them certainly are not.
1: What about like I saw? Um, I think I've read a little bit about your five healthy habits. How often do you should um, should our listeners be working out every week? What should be the mix of their workout? And then on top of that, how much should they be walking?
0: Try to get at least 12,000 steps a day of movement, whether it be walking, running, steps, dancing, moving your feet at least 12,000 times a day. And I use a Fitbit to keep track of all of that. I'm trying to get at least seven hours of quality continuous sleep a night. Um, trying to unplug from technology at least an hour a day, hopefully more during uh Uh, this time where we're spending more time at home. Uh, Eating well, so breakfast, lunch and dinner and a snack between each with protein fiber and healthy fats. And last but not least, push something, pull something, lift something, challenge your muscles uh, at least five to 10 minutes a day or at least 20 minutes every other day. And I think that's really the five habits when if you're able to do these, you can look at yourself in the mirror at night and say, today I am a success. (laughs)
1: well we all need that kind of positive reinforcement um just going back though to the workout like how important is it to get cardio and how often and for how long aside from the general walking i I don't
0: even use the term cardio and i don't talk about how long i really just distill it down to steps and people will that's all i need to do that is all you need to do and when I took a year off my practice, oh, 11 years ago. And I traveled to the 10 healthiest countries in the world and I wanted to understand what are they eating? How do they cook their food? How do they eat their food? And how do they burn their calories? And these countries had very little in common food-wise. You know How they eat in Japan is very different than Spain. Uh, but the one thing they did have in common is they all walked in excess of 11,000 steps a day. And Americans were closer to 4,000 steps a day. So if you think of it, 7,000 steps a day, 40, that's, That's 25 miles a week, every single week that these populations are walking and moving more than us. If we do that, we would totally transform our health and the way we look and the way we feel.
1: That is really, really interesting. So you don't feel you have to get your heart pumping up to a certain amount?
0: Training is all about specificity. So if you want to prepare yourself for a sport or activity that requires sprinting or high-intensity exercise, then you need to train for that. But if you're just training to look good, feel good, and be healthy, then you don't need to be doing wind sprints or high-intensity training.
1: I I really feel like I've learned something major. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) That's fantastic. No, that it's just like that you have to move your feet. Like you have to move your body and that you observe this. Because if you think about like history, most people didn't do cardio, like haven't done cardio. Wow. No, and
0: if, and if you've traveled, you know, you go to Italy, some of those, those towns along the Amalfi Coast, you see these people who are in their mid-90s living by themselves, walking up these massive set of stairs every day, bringing their groceries up to their little village up in the hills.
1: Right, yeah. They're not,
0: yeah, they're not spinning and they're, they're not doing versa climber classes. Right. Um, it's really about moderation, sustainability, balance, you know, and, and do you remember something about Mary? You remember that movie? Yeah, the, the guy was like, you know that that video the seven minute abs. I've got a business idea. It's the six minute abs. <laughs> and that's really what American um, fitness culture has become. It's how can we do more faster, harder, and um, we are getting bigger, faster, and unhealthier. So it's, it's not working. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today.
2: So, Hart, wow. I saw too that you, um, during quarantine with your kids, have been doing Healthy Guy tries fast food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how did that idea come up? And like, what have you been trying? What was your favorite?
0: <laughs> it started with a, a one of my dear friends playing a practical joke on us, and. He, he postmated some McDonald's to our house, because like, we're the last house that would order McDonald's. Right. And I realized my kids have never tried fast food. They never, ever tried it. And so I thought, let's, let's try it together. And my wife filmed it. And it was hysterical. They're like, wow, this is interesting. Or that's gross. Or, um, and they had no preconceived notions of what it's supposed to taste like. And it was a very honest, innocent moment. And I thought, you know, I want my kids to eat healthy, and I want them to move and be exercising. And all those things. But I also never want them to feel like they missed out on anything. And they grew up in a household where we were forbidden to do anything. So um, you know, when I wanted to try drinking for the first time in my life, when I was young, my dad's like, okay, you can do it. We're going to do it together. And we're going to do it until you're sick. So I'm not trying to make my kids sick. But but I want to share these moments with them. And I want to give them all the exposure to these less healthy things to for them to understand what they are, what they taste like, so they know. And they'll, they'll never wonder, like, hey, growing up, I never tried a McDonald's hamburger or a Taco Bell taco. And now they have, and they know that most of it makes their tummy upset after. And I think that's, that's a very true moment.
1: Wow, that's really interesting. Now, was there were you surprised by any one particular fast food that it was healthier than you thought?
0: No. But... <laughs> I tried Kentucky Fried Chicken for my first time. And please, I hope they don't sue me because I, I, I'm sure they're very nice people and people love it. We all got just my, thing, my ring was going to burst off of my wedding finger. i was swollen and slow and slurring my words after. And it was, it was, oh, it was so gross. I don't know how people do it with any frequency. Um, some of it was some Some restaurants were delicious and I was like, you know, Shake Shack, I get it it's delicious, I couldn't do it too often, McDonald's, it was delicious, I couldn't do it too often, Taco Bell you know
2: I love Taco Bell
0: you know, <laughs> there are some things that taste good but I gotta tell you, KFC and um, Panda, Panda Express yeah. oof, that, that was that wreaked havoc on my digestive system for sure
2: Health is so interesting to me because it really does affect like your entire being. What you put in your body is, and and Harley, maybe you can speak more to this, but can it really have such an effect on, you know, your skin, your mind, your, you know, obviously glow?
0: Yeah. I mean, if you have a, a bowl of, of saturated fat and sugar and salt and breading, um, and sugar sauce, it's going to affect every cell of your body. So, um, you know, that's when, when people have cancer, quite often they're told to cut sugar out of their diet uh, because it's like fuel for cancer cells. So uh, you feel like crap afterwards. So I can just imagine if doing that chronically, Oh, you're yeah. moving slowly, I'm thinking slowly, my vision's getting blurred. And I think my blood pressure after KFC, my blood pressure went up so much. I mean, my heart was racing. <laughs> I felt like I'd done something crazy to my body.
1: Um, you know, a lot of the, the uh, celebrities that you uh, train have the most incredible abs. What are your favorite ab exercises? Great question.
0: You know, they say abs are made in the kitchen and there's truth to that. So number one, hitting your daily step goal, is gonna help burn the fat off. Number two, eating properly is gonna make sure you're not, you don't have excess calories that's creating fat that will obscure your definition of your abdominals. And the third is, is, uh, is strengthening your abdominals on multiple planes. So bending forward and back, bending side to side and rotational around and around, moves like a, a pike plank, a twist plank, a spider plank, uh, and a superman um, will hit your abdominals in all different
1: directions. Well, we'll have to try those. Yeah. Now, what about, um, what's going to be new about the Body Reset Diet? Because you're... The book,
0: I wrote the book 10 years ago. So um, nutrition is, is, is evolving at all times. And what we know then is different than what we know today. And though the Body Reset Diet has worked, I think it's been a bestseller four times now. It became a bestseller again two months ago. It's great. But one thing I've changed and the feedback we've gotten is sometimes three sweet smoothies a day. For some people, they're craving something a little more savory. And for some people, they lost a lot of weight and then they plateau. So what we've done is we've added more vegetable- Can we just really
1: interrupt for a sec just so that we can explain what the body, the main- Sure. Yeah, why don't you just tell us sort of what the basic is because it starts with, you go on, is it still a 15-day, work?
0: Yep, three phases. So phase one is five days. And it's uh, uh, smoothies for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then crunchy snacks in between. And then for the next five days, we replace one of those smoothies with a regular meal. I call them S meals. So they can be salads, scramble, stir fries, soups, uh, sushi, um, salads, uh, and then moving forward after those five days, it's one blended meal a day, two regular meals, and two crunchy snacks, and it's ongoing. And so um, the main reason that people give for not eating well is time. So when you use your blender as a form of preparation, that excuse has been eliminated. And so it's a great jump start. So what we've done now, instead of starting off with three smoothies, we start off with two smoothies and a vegetable-based soup made in a blender as your third smoothie in the day. And, and so it's, it's a little less sugar, it's a little more vegetables, and it's a blend of savory and sweet.
1: What can a person do who wants to do your, uh, the, the body reset diet, but they really get hungry, so they can't just get by with three smoothies? We've, oh.
0: never, we've never had the complaint of I'm hungry. Really? Uh, yeah, because you're actually eating a lot of food. It's not cutting back significantly on calories, um, you're eating real food. It's just blended. So it actually becomes even more voluminous because it's it's air gets in there. So the, the only uh, complaints we have is some people say, I can't finish the smoothies. They're, they're so voluminous. They're so filling. And is it okay? I didn't finish my lunch smoothie today. And that's really the only complaints we get. No one's saying I'm starving. We're not getting much of that.
2: They really are. Smoothies are so filling and they're really just, you can put so much in it that you wouldn't really get necessarily on a plate when it comes to, you know, the proteins and the fiber and the um, like additional nutrients, I feel like.
1: Have you been, um, so after you do that, what are some of the other key elements that, that people need to learn about in the Body Reset Diet?
0: Um, after the definitely, first
1: days. Yeah. Um. Oop, metaphors. Did we lose? Uh oh. Oh, you're back. Are you there? Yep, we can hear you again.
0: Okay, great. Um, well, uh, definitely the other behaviors we talked about from hitting your step goal and sleeping well and unplugging from technology and, and doing a little bit of strength training, all of those are important factors that uh, work in synergy with, with the, uh, the healthy eating.
1: Well, we lost you, you visually. Um, Allie, do you have a last question for Harley?
2: Um, well, Harley, I'd love to um, ask your thoughts on increasing fiber in your diet and how that helps promote weight loss um, and fat burning? Because I have had success with that, but I'd love to know kind of your thoughts on like the long-term and, and maintenance.
0: Sure, sure. A fiber doesn't necessarily burn fat, but what it does is it helps with satiety, makes you feel fuller faster, longer. It helps stabilize your blood sugar. Um, it helps uh, decrease transit time um, in your digestion. So fiber is, is a fantastic essential nutrient to our body. Uh, whole grains like oats and quinoa and millet and amaranth and teff, um, wild rice and uh, vegetables uh, and high fiber fruits that any fruit that has edible skin or edible seeds um, or citrus, all of those are really high in fiber.
1: Now, are you, um, just before we let you go, are you able to do virtual workouts with some of your celebrity clients from there?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, today, i I trained Charlie Puth and, and Benny Blanco, and uh, um, so uh, yeah, we've been keeping up all the virtual workouts.
1: Have you found any clients, like apparently it's so hard, I already had some, so I didn't have to do this, it's so hard to get hand weights right now. It um, is. Pardon?
2: It is, I've been trying to, Bonnie. It, they're so expensive. But they're not yeah. even, I've heard that you, they're
1: not even available.
0: It's, it's tough, but I'm lucky because we do all of the, uh, I design all the gyms for the Four Seasons Hotels. So I have a procurement division of our business that does fitness equipment. So um, all of our clients, uh, we, we pimped out their, their, uh, <laughs> their uh, facilities uh, as, the, as COVID was imminent.
2: Actually, I do have a one more question, Harley. Because you do work with all these awesome artists and these incredible musicians, what are your playlists for yeah. when they're working out?
0: I'm a I'm a big hip hop head, so okay. old school hip hop. Um, you know, Kanye has been a client of mine off and on for gosh, sixteen years, seventeen years. Um, Drake is from Canada. Um, Pusha T client, love his music, and then. Um, I like dancehall, reggae, neo soul. Erica Badu, Jill Scott, a blend of all kinds of things. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, it's been so great to talk to you. And uh, likewise, we hope, uh, we hope that we'll be able to welcome you back across the border. Uh, like... <laughs> sometime and glad that all is is going well there for you awesome thank you, so thank you. I, to, I hope i hope
0: to see you in canada soon i'll see you in the in the park
1: well yeah. now now you 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 know given me knowledge i can come back
2: <laughs> yeah bonnie train with him go get go get a workout in
1: i could. yes i canada. would love that
2: <laughs> awesome harley thank you so much for your time and for teaching us um about all things cholesterol and how to uh, be healthy in quarantine.